0: So, Dave, we're deep into the semester. How's it going? Great. You've been busy on Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock?
1: Yep. Co-hosting Music Biz 101 and more with you. Who have our guests been? Indie artist and alum Lauren Marsh, PR guru George Dassinger, Rosie Lopez, president of Tommy Boy Entertainment, and Adam Kornfeld, Rod Stewart's booking agent. I missed them. Is there any way I can still hear their words of wisdom? Sure. Every show becomes a podcast that so you can hear on our website, musicbiz101wp.com, or on the Stitcher mobile app. And it's all free. Who's coming up next? Next. Grammy-winning producer Harry Wanger, Warner VP Dan Goldberg, Sean Rosenberg, the engagement director at Huge. Oh, that's big. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> the guests keep getting better and better. Our listeners, too. That's Music Biz 101 and more every, every Wednesday, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Only on 88.7, 88.7 WPSC, Brave, Brave New Radio. radio. do have something to say. This is Music Biz 101 and more, the only radio show happening at this time on this radio station, Brave New Radio, 88.7 WPSC on campus of William Patterson, the University. I am your host, who also has a co host. Yes. May, you may call me Professor David Kirk Phil, and we also have the other host, Professor Steve Marconi, who is also a doctor. If how sumo I am. Tonight. That's right. If you're sore, call Dr. Steve Marconi at 1 800 <laughs> I'm Sore.
0: So we're off of, uh, coming off of Brave Aton.
1: That's right, Bravathon is done with a great week last week. That's right. We did our show and then we had Tiger Man, we had mm-hmm. Melanie Marie on. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah.
0: But that didn't wasn't on the air, so you can only catch that on the podcast.
1: That's right. We're gonna have two exclusive podcasts. Speaking of the podcast, that, that's how people can reach us if they don't exactly. want to listen live. You can listen to us on Get Your Stitcher Mobile app on your ios or your android application on your cellular telephone mm-hmm. go to our website musicbiz101wp.com sign up for our newsletter follow us on social media platforms such as twitter instagram and the face of the book we're at musicbiz101wp and by the way if you're looking for free advice about the music and entertainment biz that can help you succeed music biz 101 and more is the only college radio-based broadcast and podcast that can help
0: Correct. Yes. So we are here for you. And what do we have now? Six more shows, with Phil? We have t- Philip, uh,
1: including tonight. It is six. Uh, six live shows. With gosh,
0: him. what are we going to do? No, because we have not no introduced. Philip.
1: Yes, Philip, our producer, Philip, the legendary Philip here. Goroth- <laughs> <Tomsky! clears throat>
0: yeah, we're not going to have Philip next year, are we? No, we're
1: not. Wow. We think you're going to do all the production. Oh yes. Steven. I've got uh, right. six fingers on one hand. <laughs> that's right. It's, we, it's funny to handshake you. Yes, It, it always is. tickles just a little bit. I'll just guess. a little bit. Yes. And then we have a student co-host with us tonight. Should mm-hmm. we introduce her? Sure. Her name is Joelle Filippi. Mm-hmm. Is that how I didn't say yeah. it right? No, that's I, right. I, that's I did right. say it right. Yeah. Okay. My, we, so we have Philip, Dave Philp, and Filippi. Yes. So if the three <laughs> of us got married, we could be Philip, Phil Filippi. It would be a mess. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a complete mess, plus the fact that three of us are married.
2: <laughs> and I'm spelled with an F, so
1: that's right. Yeah. And uh, you've got two P H's and an F, so yeah. there we go. What is your major here? What is what is your what's your story? Why are you here tonight?
2: I am currently a marketing major, but my minor is music management. So I want to do something in the music industry.
1: Do you know what that is yet?
2: No. I like live music, like the live music industry, so I don't know. We'll see.
1: Okay. And you're also the president of an organization. I
2: am the president of the music and entertainment organization on campus, so Mio.
1: What does that organization do?
2: We do a lot of events. Um, We have one tomorrow. Um, Just kind of introducing that. Uh, It's a rap battle. But, um, yeah, so it is tomorrow um, in the multipurpose room from 9 until 11 p.m., and you can actually win free uh, spring jam tickets if you attend our event and you take pictures using the hashtag WinSpringJamTicks on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, giving out a yeah, free gift.
1: And this is a rap battle tomorrow night. Yes, Who the is, is the big star coming in? Freestyle rap uh, battle. Jada Kiss. Jada Kiss. Yes. There we go. So, it should be fun. Yeah. Yes, that's, uh, that's great. So you're president of Mito music and entertainment yes. organization, yes. and you you were just elected president for a second term next year. Yes, I am,
2: year. and I'm excited.
1: There we go. Great. That's yes. That's, that's <laughs> a great thing that we have this year. So, and
0: who's our other guest?
1: We, ha- we do have somebody else in the room with us tonight who's been ah. very kind to just sit carefully, quietly, like a good little boy in the corner. <laughs> His name is Josh Bernstein. He is the director of sales and business development for the Alternative Press mm-hmm. and... Can I also talk about Number Foundation? Oh sure. Oh, he, he's, he's El Presidente, the Numero Foundation Productions president of the Number Found, of Number Foundation Productions. Yes. When you spell out Number, there's always a hashtag in front of it. Am I yes, supposed to say it's, it differently? It's,
3: or? it's a decision I made 20 years ago that's made uh, check cashing very difficult.
1: Uh, <laughs> but it's we're going to stick with it. I got the uh, the tattoo there. It's ah. you have a tattoo of your company logo. Yes, on your right. Inner forearm. Yes. We are going to take a picture of that later. Sure, go. And we will share that.
3: Well it's it's a it's a number sign which, you know, obviously years later I didn't know that Twitter would be invented and, <laughs> and, come yeah, and people that. think I'm really into tweeting or something and it's, <laughs> there's been some confusion, but yeah. Well that's good. Well All Steve,
1: right. why don't you Start of uh, giving we them have the anything, third degree.
0: Any other announcements? Well,
1: oh, actually, we do because why don't you, uh, Josh, real quick, explain what the Alternative Press magazine is? Sure. And then uh, we have something that we are going to be giving away on the air. So why don't you? Great.
3: Okay. Um, Alternative Press is the um, is the number one um, leading. It's actually the only independently published music magazine and left in the country. Um, we are the number two music magazine. Uh, I guess next to Rolling Stone, obviously a much younger demo. Uh, and then this June, we'll be celebrating our 30th uh, anniversary. Um, and uh, we're really proud of that. Uh, first magazine to break uh, so many bands nationally uh, for their first cover. Nirvana, Beastie Boys, My Bloody Valentine, Smashing Pumpkins, Weezer, Foo Fighters, My Chemical Romance, Fall Out Boy, Blink-182. Um, you, know, you, you name it all down the line. So uh, Marilyn <laughs> Manson. Um, and... Uh, the magazine kind of acts as a crystal ball into like kind of what's going to be happening uh, in the mainstream about a year or two later. It's kind of a, a wonderful institution at this point. And uh, I, uh, I came aboard uh, I, uh, about a year ago, a year and a half ago, to, to create an award show for them. So that's, that's my story there.
1: Okay. Right. And what we are giving away is mm-hmm. a year-long, correct? Yes, not Which, in a row. <laughs> <laughs> um, a 12-month subscription yes. to Alternative Press. And if you're listening, you have an opportunity to win that. We're not going to give you the opportunity just yet, but um, keep listening, and then we are going to give that opportunity in a few minutes right? to win that, because that's that's valuable. Actually, that's right. worth a lot of money, so that's very cool. Oh, yeah. Can yeah. we give you a hand right now, Josh, before we get going? Oh. Uh, Josh Bernstein! I'll, I'll take, Josh Bernstein! It. JB, the JB! I'm not going to deliver
3: the magazines to you directly, but yes, uh, a 12, <laughs> 12-month subscription, and... Um, it's the gift of a lifetime. It really is. It, it, wow. it is. It keep, <laughs> yeah. keeps giving. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, we like to think that they're not. Most magazines are disposable, and these are these are shelf worthy. And uh, you know, mm-hmm. as Joelle said earlier, you keep them and you save them and you you know you refer back to them as, yes. as uh, sure.
1: Because how long have you been subscribing, Joelle?
2: Eight, uh, seven or eight years.
1: Yes.
3: Wow. Yeah. Wow.
2: Hardcore I fan it. right
1: here. Love it. It's great. It's great.
3: She's like, why yeah. did I know there was a free subscription offer <laughs> earlier? She feels it's, like a, I'm going to. Why have I been paying?
1: That's right. <laughs> but she met you. Face to face, so know. that's yeah, that's that's
3: great. So yeah. I win. Obviously. Undecided if that's a plus or a minus. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. We'll find out soon. Find out soon, yeah.
1: Doc.
0: So okay, so Josh, I read your uh, bio. Okay, and I'm thinking maybe Howard Stern should take a uh, back seat <laughs> as the king of all media because you, God, you've done so much in so many different areas. Why don't you just tell um, tell our listeners how you get started in the print business? Sure.
3: Well, that's you know, a Howard is one of my idols since I was a child. My parents, I grew up in a in a in a household and in a car that played Howard Stern twenty four seven. So, uh, he just seems like Howard, like a member of the family still. Right. So, um, and um, I, uh, you know, I think you always kind of follow the path of of your parents or one of your parents. You know, and my uh, my mother always worked and still works in publishing. Um, and uh, I'd always go to work with her and. Uh, find it find it to be exciting. And um, uh, student newspaper, um, you know, I, I would make uh, comic books with my sister growing up. And uh, that basically evolved into, you know, when I was 16, I, I got a job at Marvel Comics uh, wow. in Manhattan. Um, uh, still, while I was still in high school, which was a dream come true. And I just, I, I just kind of never looked back from that point on. Uh, Wall Street Journal, Time Out, Maxim, uh, New York Magazine. Um, and and, what were you doing? uh for for a couple of those magazines I was, I was on the editorial side of things at, at marvel they let me do everything i really got to uh, illustrate color by working sales and marketing uh work at comic book conventions um i would i would erase uh the pencils when they were done inking i really got to do everything and meet stan lee and all those cool you know benchmark moments there mm-hmm. um and then uh i went to i went to uh college uh to be a comic book artist and uh I uh, ended up for, graduating with a fine arts degree in sculpture, which has been very helpful in my life.
2: Um, <laughs> like my money back. So please. you get sidetracked. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, but in doing that, I, I um, started self-publishing magazines with my friends in, um, and uh, zines and comic books uh, in college under um, an artist collective called the Number Foundation and with the idea that if we um, all kind of banded together to... Um, do projects together, whether it be rock concerts or animation or, or print zines, that uh, there'd be power in numbers and we could get more done as a collective. Um, uh, and I just kind of took that idea and kind of ran with it uh, post-college and I, I became a graphic designer.
0: And when you were, uh, you and your friends doing this, were you looking for niches that weren't being serviced when you or just things you'd wanted to I, think, do. I think
3: i think i like to say we had some grand idea but i think we were so naive that we we're just like i like the ramones let's talk about the ramones or i like mm-hmm. the misfits you know and then someone would be like i write poetry I'm like that's great and someone else would be <laughs> like i do collage art we're like we're printing that and then years later I'm like i don't think we need to print this anymore this is horrible <laughs> um so we kind of threw everything against the wall and like we put on concerts and we'd have like punk bands play and then a cello player and then a spoken word but mm-hmm. like we didn't very clarky. it was just a, the, but you know we we would draw numbers that now as a concert promoter i'm like wow i just wish i could be 22 again and you know we'd have 600 people at a show and we were, we were serving wow. up garbage on the stage you know and the, the, right later when i played in a band i was like wow, where were all those kids we're, <laughs> we're, we learned how to play songs now. so do you sell advertising uh, yeah, I would sell, and I would sell advertising to. Um, again, not knowing what advertising was, I would sell advertising to the bagel place I ate at, or the pizza place, Local or uh, where we bought guitar picks and guitar strings. We would convince them to buy a twenty-five dollar ad in mm-hmm. the zine, uh, and if we got enough money to pay for the the printing, we were we we, we made it. We made the big time. So, yeah.
0: so now, what about an establishment paper like
3: Wall Street Journal? So there I was a, I was a um, on the editorial side of things. Mm-hmm. I was a gopher. Um, and uh, ended up working there for five years. Um, I, I, I Kind of a blur. I don't really remember much of it other than, like, you know, Hillary Clinton came in once and Newt Gingrich came in <laughs> once. Like, there's some cool... And the people that I worked with there became, you know, uh, famous people. But I... I, I Kind of a blur to me. I don't really remember, mm-hmm. but I wasn't involved. Like they wouldn't let me in the art department at that time. But I got a job as an art director eventually at New York and some other places. So uh-huh. it, was, it was it was it's a great thing to have my resume, but I don't really know if I learned anything there. <laughs> but you know, I got to work on a, at a weekly yeah, newspaper I mean, and, and very sure. To, uh, sorry, not weekly, a uh, daily. So yeah, like to, I mean, to, to so to like where everything like is built and dies within a day, and <clears throat> and something could happen politically and. um you know, I was, I was, I was actually in the building in in '93 when it when it when it, when, the, when the the first trade center blew up, like mm-hmm. where it's like you know, there's chaos and also like immediately you have to change everything you've planned, you know, and, and start from scratch. So that, was, right. that was that was that right. was, you know, it would it would serve later in life where you go to you know weekly magazines like New York and Time mm-hmm. Out where I worked mm-hmm. under those deadlines and then monthlies and right. and now doing events, which is you know, did you
0: do ever anything really left wing like Village Voice or. Oh each yeah, each other. We, we, when they were... Well, our,
3: we got our we lived. I lived in least in these village. So we we got our zine covered, uh, picked up by Blackout Books, which was the anarchist bookstore on mm-hmm. Avenue B, and they let us have a book signing there, which was wow. And they provided crackers, so uh, we, we thought we really <laughs> made it, you know. Um, but we were we were really influenced by the generation before us. who did World War Three magazine, that was a really left wing anarchist mm-hmm. um, magazine, and you know that uh, Allen Ginsberg was a big supporter of, and that 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 was. Had a lot of and and all the kind of people that came before us on the Lower East side were huge influences on us. Mm-hmm. And what was your take on Rolling Stone in those days? Uh, you know, I was a reader. You know, I, I you know, I was a reader of Rolling Stone and Spin and AP. You mm-hmm. know, and um, um, you know, and I, I was fast. I, you know, my other side job was I worked at Barnes and Noble, so I was the magazine orderer at Barnes and Noble. I would control the magazine section, so uh. I could control what zines we would get. So I would order. Uh, ben is Dead, Motor Booty, Maximum Rock and Roll, um, Punk Planet, and all these other punk zines, because I wanted to be known... I wanted to compete with Tower and have the best zine section in town. So right. um, um, I got to see it from that perspective, too. Or CMJ Magazine was probably the big one at that time. And uh-huh, yes. when the magazines wouldn't sell, he would rip off the cover, and, and you'd return the cover for a credit. But I would just take the guts of the magazines home and read them all. So that was <laughs> very cool for me.
0: Yes, you had a... Um God, it just sounds like you had a, you were like a sponge. Yeah. In other words, anything that came into your path, you wanted to learn from it and absolutely and see what I could do with
3: it and make it different or better. Yeah. I mean, I wish I was. You know, I look back now. My like, God, I was so naive. I shouldn't. I knew that well, now. But yeah, of course, um, you realize how much. And if there, I know this is a, a business conversation, you realize how much you've learned at those 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 initial jobs that will come back later. You know, around that time started my magazine Royal Flush a little later. We were all com- we were all comic artists, but we wanted to play in a band. We had booked our release party at CBGB. So we thought like, mm-hmm. when else are we going to play CBGB? So let's, let's learn instruments. You know, let's get on that stage and play. <laughs> and everything I learned from being in a band that couple of years is, have, has helped me book bands later on, understand like you don't need that much time to sound check. You don't need that cable. You don't need this right, thing. And, right. and working in every department of a magazine from... Edit sales, marketing, um, um, publishing to actually being on the retail side. Like I could be like, "That's that's BS." You know, absolutely, you don't need that. That doesn't matter here. Mm-hmm. That cover line is going to stick out on the on the newsstand because the on the racks of Barnes and Noble are this tall, and you have that much space. And, right. You know, blah blah blah. Right. And, right. You know, so all these job these little things that might not seem like they mattered at the time came back later in life to be like really important uh, business lessons. You yeah. Know? So definitely picked up a lot of things from those jobs.
0: So not only. The development area, but also point
3: of purchase. Yes, I mean you would yeah. just because you, you have to you follow the chain, right? So many people right now. you can work in every element of a um, of a publication or print, you know, or I guess in this day and age a website, right? So or an app, um, but you rarely get to be on the side once it leaves your hands, you yeah. know, yeah. And, and be yeah. on the consumer side. So um, it was really interesting to kind of see and and you know ha- have that kind of. Yeah. Uh, big picture. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, mile high view on on the whole thing. Yeah,
0: and also be able to tweak you know anything that might be could be better. Yeah. And you knew in each area or each stage of development. Sure. What could be better and what just by
3: because you did it. And in those early days with the zines like, you know, the the, the business you do is literally common sense. Mhm. I need to print this magazine. It's $500 to print it if I could sell Ten fifty dollar ads, uh-huh. I could get this paid for, and I'm gonna. My friend's dad owns a Hallmark store, and this guy has a pizza place. Like mm-hmm. could, this could get done, you know. we could try. Mm-hmm. We could have a benefit show at a, at CBGBs and raise five bucks a head, and this will pay for this. We we could get to the next book. That was always the goal, you know. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. to be um, you know, successful. Just like, how do we get to the next day? Yeah, exactly. You know, li- live live to find another day.
0: So now you became. uh almost a promoter and in yeah, terms by, of by, their-
3: by being a magazine publisher, you know, we, you'd, you know, I so in, in 2000, in 1998, I created this magazine, Royal Flush, um, which I still kind of do on the side. And that, um, every time, it takes about a year to make each issue. So when the issue was done, we would want to have a release party. And I was friends with all these bands and we would play, you know, CBGBs or, and eventually we moved move it up to Bowery Ballroom. Um, you have this blow-off party, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, um, in doing that, you realize, oh, you know, why don't you, you know, if we want to get a, this, this, we know that we know this one good band, but you know they want two hundred dollars. Like, where are we gonna get that money? Mm. So let's let's see if we could get a a sponsor. And I didn't know what that really was. You know, it was friends that worked at companies. i companies, like, hey, does your dad want to sponsor the show <laughs> or, right. or whatever that is? And through that, and basically through making a lot of mistakes, you learn how to do it the right way. I found a, I found a CD company that that was like disc makers or something that yeah. still around. Right. Disc Makers still around, great company. So, um, and it might not have been Disc Makers. it was something like Disc Makers that basically I said, "What if you know we make a comp of all the bands playing our release party, and you could have the branding on the comp, and I'll let you? I have nine bands on my bill, but you could put nine other bands you want on the bill, and then we'll give it out at the. show. To me, it was like I could give out a free CD at the show with mm-hmm. my friends, and we're now on a CD. It counts. Mm-hmm. Um, and and got that. I got that all in trade, so I felt like it was like a big yeah, you know, a big win. Right. You know, right. So what are you doing now for the live show? So um, so this basically evolved where I was, you know, I got a job at Guitar World in 2003 as an art director. Mm-hmm. We bought Revolver Magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, I was an art director of that for many years. Got to know a lot of the more famous bands. Started working with all the bands doing photo shoots. And um, my bosses came to a Royal Flush show and were like, "Who? where'd you get these bands? Who sold the sponsorships? Who booked this venue? And they realized it was me. They were like we're going to find another art director you're 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 done you know you're going to do the business now and uh, mm-hmm. around that time we were revolver was going under and we um came up with the idea basically like every 80s movie you know like let's have a benefit party let's have a let's have an award show uh it's the plot to um uh breaking mm-hmm. i think breaking Two. um so <laughs>
1: we right. i just saw that by the way that classic. was on like stars or classic. something like a month or two ago. Right and the dad gives the uh, money at the end so <laughs> nah, business-wise
3: right. watch a Ele- breaking two electric boogaloo it's yeah. it'll it's, it's a solid business <laughs> advice um we we created an award show for heavy metal called the golden gods and mm-hmm. um that really got me into that world um and i ended up doing five of those and then um uh after those you know got very successful we worked with everyone from marilyn manson metallica molly mm-hmm. crew mm-hmm. ben sevenfold um one of my colleagues in the industry, Kevin Lyman, who runs Warp Tour, called me and said, "You know, AP wants to. They want to do an award show now. Are mm-hmm. you interested?" And that's how this current uh, opportunity came came into place. Right. Great.
1: So, take a I guess a step back. Sure. So you're you're uh, with Revolver and the magazine you say is mm-hmm. kind of dying. Yeah. Right. And so they say let's do an award show did that save the magazine or what yeah. was the, I mean it's
3: Revolver's still around
1: okay so mm-hmm. the purpose of that of that show because I'm, I'm trying to get to like everything you do needs to have some sort of sure. purpose so the purpose of the show is to raise enough money to keep the magazine afloat so it was successful it's basically
3: diversifying like you have a strong brand right mm-hmm. like Revolver's a strong brand in the metal world that resonates and fans say "Yeah, of course Revolver it's authentic and Revolver prided itself on being, um, treating the the metal fans with respect, and and uh, where where most metal magazines to that point had basically, you know, everything's like, uh, Satan, you know, it's just like, and, you know, it was just, like, <laughs> and, you know, they, it just treated like it was dumb. You know, we, we took the assumption that the fans were actually college educated and smart and don't need all those signifiers of barbed wire and 666 and all these you <laughs> know, dumb things that don't really matter, you know, or, right. or just, or kind of like Halloween decorations. So, um, but like any other print business, you know, t- it took a hit, you know, and in and, and 2008, there was a massive newsstand, um, a major distributor had gone under and took a lot of, took, you know, I think not, not took borders under, but it was around the time that borders also folded. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. a lot of magazines in the industry and, and books, whatever, just took a massive hit. Um, we knew the brand was strong and you know we are getting into making a website at that time and the award show was a way to kind of create an event uh, mayhem tour launched that same year um which you know is still around very successful and it was uh, just the right place at the right time and um i can't lie i caught just like many of these things like i didn't know what i was doing but once i did i caught like caught a bug like mm-hmm. i'm 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 a an award show producer um and that led to we cre- we created a rock and roll roast that was kind of like um like the Comedy Central roast, but for rock stars, we did a bunch of those and we were able to kind of diversify the brand a bit. So, um, you know, I think AP at the same time was getting a lot of questions of, you know, how do we, how do you go beyond a magazine and a website? How do you um, create a workshop but also elevate, you know, and put a spotlight on all these wonderful bands mm-hmm. in the scene? And you got it on cable or? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: And was that your doing? Was that yes. the doing? Okay, so explain what, specifically you did I mean you? You said you got in, you didn't know what you were doing, but sure. somehow you learned. What did you learn? How did you get the connections to do what you did?
3: So, with the first award show, the first Golden God Award show, um, we went to I want to say we maybe we might have picked Eddie Trunk's brain. Hello, Eddie, if you're listening, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and uh, from Madison, New Jersey, Madis- my high Madison's school. own, New wow. Jersey. There we go. Um, and maybe we picked Jose Mangan's brain too, also Bloomfield, New Jersey. Um, <laughs> about you know, they like. At that time, MTV2 was relaunching Headbangers Ball mm-hmm. for like the 10th time. and didn't work at that time either. But it, it lined up right at that moment they were doing Headbangers Ball and we promised them. We went to meet with uh, Viacom MTV2 at that time and said, if you put on this award show, I'll let you come to the show and bang out ten, 10 episodes of Headbangers Ball. I'll get you you know, one episode from each band, plus backstage stuff, plus this, plus you know, you'll have a whole season to wrap around. Mm. So at that time, we worked out a deal that made sense. The next year, VH1 launched that metal show. And Viacom said, you know what? You should talk to our our sister network. They're launching this other show with Eddie. Maybe this would tie in better. So we did two years with them. Mm-hmm. And then I got an offer from Xbox. Xbox was launching their um, gold live membership. And we switched it there. Uh, and they kind of built from there. And then I met Access TV. Um, and um, also, uh, who are based here in Wayne, New Jersey. Shout out, Evan and Allison, mm-hmm. for you're listening. Mm-hmm. Um, they're based in Denver and L.A., but they have an office in Jersey. Right. Um, uh, and that deal kind of came in place. They did the last Golden God Awards. They did the roast with me. And then when I went to AP, they were my first call. They were a wonderful partner and, um, uh, you know, owned by Mark Cuban. And it's in partnership with AEG that, you know, runs mm-hmm. half the venues in the country. So, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of like any other business. Like, I you have to the you know like the pizza I can't help the pizza place really with my zine they were being generous to give me twenty five dollars right but once you could kind of solve what your advertiser what your sponsor needs and then answer that question, then you have the guts of how to you know, Mm-hmm. Uh, make something happen and they needed programming so uh, in this r- in this realm so that's how it kind of came together mm-hmm. what we're
1: going to do we're going to come back sure. in just a minute we're going to come back uh, we're listening by the way to the Ally Mac Project the world is ours she is awesome uh, we could come back more questions for Josh Bernstein uh, Joelle Filippi is going to have her questions uh, we're going to listen to your tweets and we also have the contest and when we come contest. back we will explain to you exactly what the contest is so you can win this cool thing so we will be right back Music Biz 101 and more only on Brave New Radio WPSC 88.7 How can I make money in the music business? Why
3: copyright?
0: Should I make a CD anymore? Trying to break into the music and entertainment biz, wondering how the business works, wondering how guys like Elton John and MC Hammer go bankrupt.
1: Why am I not making
0: any cash? Tune in to WP Brave New Radio every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. Hang with the university's music business faculty hosts, me, Steve
1: Marconi. And me, Dave Phil. Plus, we'll have industry guests and students from the music management program. How do I get gigs down at the shore? Call in with your questions and hear the latest in industry happenings. How do I get my music on iTunes? How do I get on a tour? It's Music Biz 101 and more every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Only on WP Brave New Radio. Your secretary's got our checks, right? Mine's direct deposit, I think. <laughs> if you want to learn about the music industry And you don't know where to go Tune into to WP88.7 Wednesday at 8 p.m. You're listening. You're listening. You're listening. You're listening to Music Biz 101 and more.
2: Gonna break down the door. Gonna
1: break down the door. Gonna interrupt your day. Gonna interrupt your day. Cause we. You're listening to Music Biz one and one and more WPSC Brave New Radio 8.7 FM. Okay, that is us. This is Alan Mac Project, the world is ours. You listen to WPSC Brave New Radio 8.7. Like I just said, Music Biz 101 and more. We have a great guest, Josh Bernstein. Before we get to Josh, a couple quick things. We want to thank Lisa Claus of LC Media in yes. Ohio. She's the one who actually found us, I believe, through Twitter, hooked us up with Josh, and that's how we have Josh here. Hi, Lisa. Hello, Lisa. I believe, I'm believe i sure I, Lisa I is she, listening. Yeah, she, I
3: said you better tune in.
1: Yeah, she's a classy
0: dame. So. Well, we don't want, want her to win the contest. No, she she's, can't win the contest. No, she's not allowed. We should
1: announce the. Do you want to announce the contest? No, you go ahead. You ahead. I don't mind. No, no I, sure I, so. I think that uh, I would love to announce the contest. Um, we are going to give away a year's a twelve-month subscription. <laughs> it could be <laughs> <laughs> for for years, a many years subscription, a twelve-month subscription to Alternative Press and do you call it the alternative press? or do you call it alternative press or AP what's the cool thing the it kids call cool. it AP the yeah, young AP, kids yeah. we're giving away a subscription to the AP man and um, you are allowed to win this 12 month subscription all you need to do is send us a tweet and you send it to at musicbiz101wp and tell us what is the name of the company that josh bernstein is president of we mentioned it at the top of the show he's the president of this company that does all the events in addition to what he does with ap uh what is the name of that company if you're having trouble finding it by the way go to our website musicbiz101wp.com it is right there at the top where it says who is josh bernstein it's in there
0: and i might add that this is a great magazine it's a great format it's uh the june issue of this year is 103 pages very little advertising i guess about 30 percent of the pages you were telling me
3: yep it's uh it's um you know this this issue in particular you're holding is is our is our 30th anniversary issue which we're really uh excited about and um um When it hits newsstands, I believe next week um you'll see it's in addition to a, a lovely cover story on uh, on Fallout boy Fall but out boy, right. um, there is um, some great there's a list of the thirty most influential artists in the last thirty years, mm-hmm. you know, obviously according to us, and uh, I'm sure we'll cause some fights and um and then kind of a breakdown of all the different genres and kind of like all the forefathers of each genre so like if you 're a music fan there's a lot to learn there. Um uh as well as uh the band Sum Forty One who's uh had a roller coaster of a career who um their complete oral histories in there and they're gonna be reuniting and playing at the uh, award show this summer. So we're very excited about wow.
0: that. And if anyone out there listening that's over fifty years old, it has the feeling of the early Rolling Stone It's like Rolling Stone the and early, Cream and Crawdaddy yeah, <laughs> yeah. from the sixties and early seventies Exactly all went into dollar signs versus dollar signs versus
1: dollar signs. that's right which is what we're talking about with josh bernstein right now right. before we went to the break so by the way send us that tweet at 10 wp what was the name of josh's what is the name of josh's company he's the president of it let us know uh you were getting to right before the break we were talking about sponsorships and mm-hmm. we should get kind of deep into this because our listeners are diy generally diy musicians they sure. all want to fund stuff so, take crowdfunding away and let's talk about the sponsorship con- contest. And you uh right before we went to break mentioned how you're looking for a problem that the sponsor has and how can you solve that problem with what you're doing. So c- kind of if you can get a little bit deeper into that and if you have any specific sure. uh examples of of what you've dealt with. You know,
3: it's funny like when I it, there's like there's uh Examples of people solving advertiser problems everywhere in life. And I just, uh, some of them, like until I got into advertising, never really realized it. Just like before I played bass, I didn't realize that there was a bass in the Beatles and how awesome Paul McCartney is. You know, like I just, I was like, oh, wow, he's incredible. Mm -hmm. Or why there's so many mustard ads and beer ads at at a baseball game. Like, oh, because they're selling a lot of hot dogs here. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. So in the music industry, it's kind of like what, you know, as far as uh, advertising in a magazine or, or sponsoring a concert or a tour or a festival or in our case, an award show, what, you know, kind of who are we reaching? You know, what is that audience? What is the, uh, you know, the in-person reach? What is the uh, reach of, of our broadcast, of our, of our, of our social uh, footprint? And how can we use that to help you? and you being, you know, an apparel brand, a record label, a energy drink, a um, music manufacturer, a music retailer. Um, you know, there's a bunch of different avenues there. So uh, it's something I never really thought about before until, you know, the last couple of years. But um, once you kind of, you know, you kind of know the the lay of the land of, of what you're doing, you know, you could kind of get an idea of like if it's hip hop you know yes like the the clothing and the lifestyle is very important you know um any music right there's going to be a certain hair for that kind of music mm-hmm. there's going to be a certain sneaker for that kind of music there's mm-hmm. going to be a certain kind of jean certain ge- you know certain music's going to be skinny jeans certain ge- you know country's going to want boot cut and hip hop's going to want a little looser waisted things and <laughs> You know, AP. we we like it real skinny and tight. So, like, <laughs> there's there is a energy drink and a denim company and a and a label, record labels and uh, stuff in that world. You know, um, so it's you know kind of like being realistic. I think when I first started my own Zena, I'd be like, oh, we're gonna you got to get Wrigley Gum and we got to get Levi Schrat. Like, why, why, why would they? Why, how, what am I doing to help them at yeah. all? You know, so. Yeah. Um, if you could kind of solve that equation, and then you know, be honest with yourself, what you offer, I think the the um, the list of sponsors you could go after it becomes a lot easier, and the conversation becomes a lot easier. And the other thing, I'll the most obvious thing of all, listen, let the let the sponsor tell you what they need. Don't mm-hmm. if you go in there. It happened. It was a very recent conversation. Someone's like, "We well, have this, this, isn't that?" I'm like, "Well, who wants that?" You're not listening to what you know. It's. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for anyone going on a sponsorship or sales call, treat it like a date. Treat it like you wanna <laughs> get in their pants. Good. And when when you're on a date good analogy. <laughs> you better be asking all the questions. You better not be answering questions. Uh, oh, where are you from? Oh you oh wow, you're 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 into <laughs> that band. I love that. Oh wow, that's crazy. Oh wow, you're a you're an undecided major? That's fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Um so you know it's 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 human nature to want to be asked questions and and people will want to talk about them. I I, I love being on the show getting asked questions. Um, so you know in 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 a sponsorship scenario, I think that's the best case to um, just have an honest conversation. After a while, they'll tell you exactly what their priority. You know, this year we need to get our socials are really down. We're killing it in retail, but our socials are down here. We're not really connecting with our audience in this respect. We're not doing this. We need to get. More cans of Pepsi in fans' hands at concert. Pep- we need more Pepsi. You know, Coke is killing us in this market. Mm-hmm. You know, Seven Up is owns EDM and Absolute owns EDM, but we need to be here. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. So, I mean, those are the basic things. And um there's, you know, in this day and age, there's so many resources available available to you to kind of see every concert or tour that's out, whether it be Lollapalooza, Bonnaroo, Coachella. There's an ad mat at the bottom. You can see the sponsors that are saying, "Yes, this music is important to me. Mm -hmm. This -hmm. is what we want to support."
1: How are you getting the meetings? That's the next question because everybody then because the cold call is the thing that scares the pants off of most people. But how are you? Yeah, are you what what sort are you using? And I'm not getting all
3: the meetings. You know, like I'm trying. I'm trying just as hard as anyone else. Um, You know, a lot of that is is you know building up you know your brand. Like you know, I'm lucky enough to work for a brand like AP that is you know, like, um, stay true to their, to their kind of, uh, aesthetics and, and, um, um, ethics for 30 years. So it's, um, and many people grew up reading that magazine. So that opens a lot of doors. A lot of people at the same time, you know, or young kids working at ad- agencies, never heard of it, you know? So it's, it's, um, sometimes the education process. Um, but it's, uh, you, you will never connect and, and, uh, cold calling is tough, but uh, uh, you know, I'm a New York Jew. Like schmoozing is like, mm-hmm. you should give a class on schmoozing. Like that is, mm-hmm. go to the shows, go backstage, meet people, talk to people. I can't tell how many of my neighbors in Maplewood, New Jersey, they're like, oh, you work there? Oh, wow! Oh, your kids adorable. My kids adorable. Cool. <laughs> what do you do? Oh, wow! Like you never know. And in this day and age, with Facebook and LinkedIn, there's really no excuse not to. Um, Mm-hmm. discover anything like there's this other website i think it's called google that's really incredible <laughs> and you could really google anything mm-hmm. and um everyone when i did royal Flush, everyone's like wow how'd you get that person how'd you get you have in your magazine i'm like google mm-hmm. typed in his address mm-hmm. into google and wrote him a letter he wrote me back i don't know like it's <laughs> so many people are think there's some mystery thing write write the letter write the email
1: and ask and I mean ask. the key the key is to yeah. ask the worst uh, thing that can happen is either they say no or they don't even get back to you but so I get, you I, mean, well. I
3: try to do my best to answer every email I get a lot of and it's uh, sometimes I'm just you know wondering if it's spam they're just straight up spam people coming mm-hmm. at me but um, answer every email and also write write emails you know I, mm-hmm. I I'm churning out hundreds a day you yeah. know because it's it's a numbers game and if, if 1% hits you back that's that's yeah. a good day yeah
0: mm. It reminds me, uh, we had a, she was a grad student, and she was doing a thesis on um, how rock business is portrayed in the movies. So <laughs> she was talking, we were talking about that, um, what was that? Um, that thing you do. The thing you do, yeah, the yep. Tom Hanks thing with the make-believe Beatles and so on. So I said, well, give him a call. You know, give him, he answered the phone. Can you believe that? He answered the phone. And We have a grad student talking to Tom Hanks. He said, I have a series of questions. He said, mail them to me. If I don't think they're stupid,
3: I'll answer them. And <laughs> I mean, it was just great. It was just You don't, perfect. I mean, I, I can't tell you how, I don't, I don't know if it's a fear or, yeah, course, you or, know, whatever. People take themselves out
1: of the game before the game starts. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, I had. Um, Same thing be- in dating. Oh, I'm not going to talk to that girl. She's not going to like me. That's it. Right. Yeah, of course. How do you
1: know? Of course, I married way above my status in life. Number one, I once had a project. Um, we actually had a, a signed contract with HBO. I'm from nothing, you know, and I had a project going with Ben Affleck and um, Kurt Schilling of the Boston Red Sox. All people yeah. that I met and connected with, just a lot of it was through Google, and a lot of it is just perseverance and just if you have the passion for it and you really have the drive and you want this, you are going to find a way to get there.
3: The other. Uh, I guess side uh, note to that you know be persistent is another lesson I was taught early on be a cool hang mm-hmm. be cool like mm-hmm. I, and it sounds like it's such a weird thing to say but like there's persistence and then there's like annoyance yes like and like I'm pretty sure Kurt Schilling and Ben Affleck you know those are busy busy dudes you know like, like I'm pretty sure at the end of the day like your work stood for itself and you're a cool guy. Like, just be a cool hang. Don't be a creep. You know, talk to people, business people or rock stars, whatever, on, on, on an equal level. Mm-hmm. And I think you'll be fine. You know, don't, don't, don't ask for the selfie during the meeting you know, like all these you know, other goofy <laughs> things. You know, like there's, there's, there's conduct that I think if you conduct yourself in a way. Someone said to me once, I went on a job interview and I said, I want X amount of money for the salary. He goes, well, you didn't, you didn't dress that way. And it really, it kind of checked me. He goes, "You want that amount? Because you're not dressed like you make that amount." And it really kind of stunned me. And it's kind of like, act how yeah. you want to be. Yeah. You know, you know. I, I can't go into a company and say, "I want you sponsoring this wardrobe for a million dollars, bro." You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Like, you
1: have to kind of.
3: Play the part, so to speak, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Joel
1: has a couple. Joel has oh, said right nothing so far. Yeah, I don't j- know what to say.
2: It, I'm listening. I'm the, taking ask it the, in.
1: Ask the question Which about... One? Ask your question number two, because it totally makes sense. He was just talking okay. about his 100 emails a day, and he's here in Maplewood, but the show, the AP Award show, that's is in my, Ohio. That's my question. But ask you just took it. it but, <laughs> but you have an ellipsis, so there we go. Oh,
2: no, because I was wondering, because I've looked to like apply for internships there, okay. and obviously it's in Ohio, so I can't do that. And so...
3: Well, first of all, we're going to talk after this show okay. because when you okay. said you were like a marketing, music marketing, yes. I was like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> "I know, I'll schmooze you later." Yes, don't worry, well, I, She's um... I lit up. So yeah, <laughs> um, so yeah. So how does how does this work? If you're here and the magazine's in Ohio,
3: um, eh, very nicely. Um, it uh, it's a wonderful, unique opportunity that I never ever envisioned. Um, it kind of came together. Uh, I was already working with AP uh, in a, in a freelance capacity. Um, when I moved here, um, I had another full-time job, um, working at EDM, which was, <laughs> that was not my vibe. <laughs> um, and, um, uh, the, op- you know, things were going so well with the award show that basically they were like, why don't you to come work here full-time? I said, oh, well, I don't want to move to Cleveland. And they said, well, what if we found a way to let you work remotely? Um, and, uh, you know, that came from basically, Um, again, not intentionally, but creating, I built a whole other, um, business for them, just kind of like at the, at Revolver. Like we, we took, we took a print business that became an event media business. Um, and I think the same thing happened here where I was able to kind of put in place after a lot of work, uh, and again, it was never the intention, but to create a, an, an events uh, empire of sorts for them um, that allowed me that I, I really, they they realized being in Cleveland, they do need like an East Coast guy and they probably do uh, and, or girl, girl, you know, it's like they needed to have, um, they're kind of a little isolated out there. So uh, having me here where I could go into the city every day and take meetings was pretty crucial. Um, I also want to point out, which is a wonderful thing about AP is that. Uh, we have street teamers in every city um, and a lot of the street teamers have worked their way up to uh, becoming um, staffers at AP or um, staffers on warp tour or um, you know have worked their way into you know uh, outer loop management fearless hopeless all the all the other labels that are out there so and those street teamers are in every city around the country so there are opportunities um, but uh you know, and uh we'll have a contest at the end of this show, and we'll you'll win the opportunity hopefully I'd love to work with you uh, be here awesome. <laughs> because I like to, we're we're only looking to expand you know so and the beauty of, of of technology in this day and age is that I am not physically in Cleveland, but I'm as present as as humanly possible i am is a, is a godsend uh email phones and uh you know i'm I'm working just as hard, and I don't waste time i there's I don't spend three hours a day commuting into a city. I don't take lunches. I don't you know, I'm I'm working because I'm actually working from home in my home office, I, I probably put in an extra fifteen, twenty hours a week, you know, dedicated to the business, which is wonderful for them.
1: Yeah, it definitely <laughs> and, and
3: me, you know, it's I love it.
1: And it's great for the family too. I oh mean God. it is good quality of life. It's it's, it's I it's, it's the greatest the thing ever,
3: you know, and, and my uh my daughter you know right now will never know a moment where you know Dad wasn't always at home, so that's 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 a great thing. How old is she? She just turned two. Oh,
1: yeah, oh, great, good for her.
3: yeah,
2: I'm a babysitter by the way. Oh very was oh. cool.
1: <laughs> <is working> <laughs> well, good like you know we intro. we always
3: like use the youngest members of the staff as kind of like the barometer of like, is this band cool or not you know yeah. mm-hmm. sure and uh and now I'm like trying to like you know play her stuff and I'm like, eh? Eh? <laughs> you know try to get her her gauge on things new politics, that's her new favorite wow. band. That's that's what she digs the most. That's funny.
1: By the way, we have a winner Ooh, of our great. contest. Uh, her name is uh, she's on Twitter at Caitlin with seventeen ends one two one two. But Caitlin has one. Uh, You're wasting
3: qua- all your your characters Yay. on, on the name. I know. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah very good, Caitlin. Okay. This Caitlin has won a twelve month subscription to AP.
3: Fantastic. Uh, let's just get her address and we'll uh, we'll right. get that underway.
1: Actually, I think she's in the other room. She came here specifically. To meet you, oh, wow. she's here too.
3: Very cool. Well, we'll give her some issues. We'll give her we'll some. Yeah. We'll get her subscription started tonight.
1: <laughs> but uh, we, we actually, I, I have found that it is the students and this kind of genuflex. I don't know if that's the right word on what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, we have certain students who will come specifically to our radio show and either sit in or sit outside because they want to meet the guest. Because they're interested, and here's their one chance to meet this person. Oh, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, and Joey Stefan has done it a number of times. And it turned for him, it turned into an internship, and he's uh, at the Warner Music Group, and he's working his way to getting a job because he graduates in a few weeks. Oh, wonderful. So um, these girls actually came here because of you. So they wanted—they're totally in the magazine, totally into the scene, just like Joel is here specifically because of you we, you know when right. i mentioned that we had you coming in oh. i kind of
2: freaked out oh, very, yeah
3: very flattering thank just
0: you yes oh, he yes. has a face for radio
2: <laughs> yeah he's,
1: he's gorgeous when he's on radio totally true uh we should get to some tweets but can we talk about the revenue streams because we've talked about sure. the whole purpose of the ap awards obviously mm-hmm. you're extending the brand you're you're branching yeah. out what are the revenue streams of this that come back into and talk about here comes here comes the next 20 minutes when we have 10 minutes left sure. uh between the revenue streams and all that um the booking agents and all the, the different personnel that you're dealing sure. with in your ecosystem. It's,
3: I mean, I'll, I'll state the first thing is that any of these award shows I've done are built on a mountain of favors that can never be paid back. And that's that's just how these things have to get done. You know, there's, you know, um, if they were just straight up like um, cost value um, kind of businesses, it would be very tough to kind of look at a paper. There's so many, it takes it takes so many people all wanting the same thing to happen, you know? And, and in this case, and, and my old job, it was a two genres that were maligned by the Grammys, the MTV Awards, and all these other places that basically said rock is dead, metal's dead, no one cares anymore. But the truth is, is that the people in those scenes, it's more vibrant than ever. All Time Low was the number one record in the world last week. Mm. In the Not, and even my wife's like, oh, like on the punk charts? I'm like, there's no punk charts. Like, <laughs> like I'm talking like, Rihanna, Gaga, Ed Sheeran, get out of the way! Like all-time low, number no one record, and it's not really going to be the best kept secret anymore. Which is, it's nice to be, you know, ahead of the curve on something. Uh, revenue stream, you know, I'm, you know, I guess uh, the word diversify, uh, which I never understood when, you know, being an art student, my gross business term, um, <laughs> is that if you know if you could get several revenue streams coming in, you know, when you take a hit on one, you could still survive. So. Um, for for an award show, which I guess is very similar to a tour or a festival, there's several ways to go about this. You know, the, the first is the obvious sponsorships. The second is um, um, f- uh, tickets. Uh, the third is a VIP packages and experiences that really is a lucrative uh, business, but you have to do that right. You know, and I, um, Kevin Lyman from Warp Tour is um, you know one of my mentors in in this business and and um, I'm sure I mentored a lot of people, and he's 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 so great about kind of uh, sharing his knowledge on how to do these things. And I've had a lot in this business. Um, So uh, giving the you know you could charge more, but if you have to really have to deliver value there and experience, Um, um, the licensing deal, the actual broadcast of the show, um, those are that's the toughest to get. I'm going to be honest with you. Like no one, not no one, but it's very hard to find anyone who sees value on the TV side of things in music mm. it's it's like it's like it's
1: maddening because they don't believe they can sell enough commercial music what year is this yeah yeah.
3: and no one sees value in a one-off show ah uh. if you had if you had 16 episodes of the making of the AP Awards leading up to the AP Awards I'd put that on TV uh huh like Warped Roadies that was like a great show like that was a smart show you know it didn't it didn't pay off with I guess it paid off with the Warped Tour it made sense you know um but Fuse got sold and by J Lo and blah blah blah. So it's not happening. But um, the other revenue streams are, you know, you can make custom merch. Um, there, you know, what is was it? The Golden Gods. We launched a tour that actually was called the Road to the Golden Gods. That led to the award show that we were able to kind of. A lot of people said it's just a one. The award show is one night. Why would I sponsor that? I'm like, ha ha! It's award show season and we'll have a press conference in this month that will lead to this show, and then we're going to have a tour that's going to hit 30 cities, so we can act... Like, I could solve all these problems. We could hit every radio station, every local market, every mom-and-pop record store, and I could take this show on the road. So um, that was a revenue stream. Um, And then... um, I'm trying to think if there's any other big ones. Um, You know, beyond that, um, Video On Demand, which is, like, the kind of the newer thing, which is kind of selling the footage post... Um, we're still feeling feeling that world out here, so you know I, don't, I can't have any concrete um, discussions on how successful that is. But uh, we're constantly, we're, everyone's finding the same thing that 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 angel, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know that guardian angel. When I say angel, angels give you money and don't ask for it back. <laughs> you know, that's the ones you want. Um, or or uh, you know, a friend out there that could be like, you know what? Like I'm always looking for someone in a, an ad agency with like long hair and earring or something. That would mm-hmm. be like, you know what? I could shift this budget over here if you could introduce me to Nikki Six from Motley Crue. I'm like, done. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> so um, it's, uh, there, there's multiple streams, um, and you hope that you could just kind of build upon those, you know, and packaging in, like, the official poster and the official shirt and mm-hmm. uh, guest laminate. And uh, you could come in earlier and see soundcheck. You get early entry. You get a mm-hmm. built-in subscription to the magazine. You could get the app. You get all these other things. So it's... Uh, um, you know, one, one hand can kind of feed the other, and that's, uh, I guess, the uh, simplest simplest answer there. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And um, we should get to a couple. Sure. I oh, a commercial set. time. I could sell commercial time, too. You sell commercial time for? I've,
3: yeah. I've, with Access, I've been able to work out a deal where um, in, in where I could get a X amount of commercial time that I could kind of then,
1: you know, offer to my sponsors. So um, we have Cablevision here. Yes. In, uh, I'm sorry. Where, no, that's fine. Where is that? Ax, it's AX Access TV. So
3: it's a, uh, it's a uh, like I'm I'm in um, you know, Maplewood, Central Maplewood. Right. Maplewood so uh, it's on uh, various Vi- uh, Vios. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on Direct TV. Um, it's in a, right currently in about 50 million I homes in America.
1: Version. I've I, I just never until I read your bio i never heard of it. But that oh, okay. doesn't yeah, I've mean... heard of it. it used to be HD Net.
3: Um, and it was oh okay. rebranded Oh that
1: was owned by okay. So Access yeah. is owned by it's a partnership Mark between
3: Access AG and and um, Ryan Seacrest. Oh. Okay. Because I like, remember like this weekend they just they just uh, aired all of Coachella, mm-hmm. for okay. example. So, mm-hmm. and we're going to have a streaming partner this year as well. So the actual the entire show will be streamed live globally, which we didn't have last year. Um, that's going to be Twitch, which is a huge uh, video game streaming platform that's going to be streaming that live. So, um, that's going to be a huge difference maker for the show that you really could see it in Malaysia, Ireland, or
1: Brazil. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll mm-hmm. be everywhere. Which is where we're going to be in July, by the way. All three I'm jealous. Um, let's read one tweet. Because oh. we're already run out of time, so why don't you okay. just okay? So this one is from this Just
2: Daniel Music, Justin. Um, he wants to know how much time and preparation does it take into planning a roast on Comedy Central? Um, do you plan years or months ahead of time?
1: And, and answer that for all the properties. Sure.
3: Hey, Justin. Um, uh, I've only done the, the two roasts I've done were for Access TV. I, don't, I, I would love to work on the Comedy Central ones; they're amazing. Um, those, on average, take about six months to plan, and I actually you know book all the talent. Uh, sponsors, Venue, and then also uh, serve as the head writer. Um, so, um, What does that mean?
1: Serve as the head writer? Ser- serve as the head oh, writer? Serve I write oh, the okay. jokes.
3: Um, so, uh, <laughs> for me, it's a joy because I get to say everything about these rock stars that have been torturing me for years and say them through someone else's mouth. Um, a large comedian is always helpful. So, they take about six months to plan and I'd say the award shows take uh, they take the entire year. Like, the minute the curtain to go. I'm already planning next year's show. Mm-hmm. So we already have bands lined up for next year's show. So really, at least a year in advance.
1: So July 2016, you're already
3: the wheels are already turning. Yeah, because yeah. we we already know what records are coming out in that cycle, what tours are going to be going out, and you have to kind of you're going to have to look with that thousand yard kind of stare, so to speak. Now,
1: who are you hooked in with? Is it a combination of labels and labels, agents and promoters? Uh,
3: labels and managers, um, agents to an extent. Um, you know I try not to work with the agents so much because you know they're they're basically they come in at a later stage where they and they're taking a percentage of of mm-hmm. a booking and I'm trying I'm trying to
1: do it for get them for free
3: yeah for free or in tr- I, I don't want to we're not you know we we support the the band so I would never say we're trying to get anyone to play for free or but um uh finding ways to get creative with trades and um there's there's a million ways to get creative
1: in- including like cover um, magazines and things like that, or
3: a billion ways to get creative, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. okay,
1: mm-hmm. okay. Or, uh, let's see, where are we? Do we have an, how much time do we have? More. We have time for one more tweet, okay. Like,
3: I go to like you know, I, I babysit as well and you know, <laughs> rake, you know, rake leaves
1: and ask one of your questions.
2: Oh, which one
1: three or four?
2: Um, okay, I'll just say this one. No, I don't know, <laughs> four. That's <laughs> a long I don't know if that was the actual question. Um, I don't know. Okay, I'll do this one. Um, I know the winners of the AP Awards are determined by the fans. Yes. How are the hosts chosen?
3: The hosts were chosen... So last year, we Mark Hoppus was just who I wanted. Mm-hmm. I felt like he is an icon to that scene. Mm-hmm. He is funny. Uh, and he had TV experience, you know? So it was kind of a combination of everything. And we couldn't get Blink-182 to play, so I might as well get him to do something. Um, and he was wonderful, and I... I yeah, I agree. can't say enough about him. It. it was great. Uh, the one thing I, th- you know, if there was ever I saying a knock at him wasn't really a knock, but was that I felt he was missing Tom. He was missing that guy to play off of. And mm-hmm. when we were able, to, we were basically we were approached by All Time Low, uh, approached by Jack and Alex. I said, you know, what we want to do it next year. And I was like, oh, two hosts. It's year <laughs> two, two guys, and they they're they're so wonderful and they play off each other and um, timing wise. Record was coming out this week, tour. They're in a new movie with Meg Ryan called Fang- Fangirl, you know? Yeah, I'm in
2: that. <laughs> like, like, yes, I am.
3: Like, like <laughs> it was a perfect storm of things. that just made perfect sense. And um, um, that's how that was decided. And I did want to say something about the fan voting. We are the only fan voted award show in America. I know there's something called the Teen Choice Awards. I know there's other fan. We're the only fan voted award show in America. Mm-hmm. Legitimate.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. the implication there that it's possibly some of the others you could see my stare on the radio right now.
3: (laughs) because a lot of people ask that even people in the industry all the time like yeah well you're just giving that to Haley Williams to show up right I'm like it's completely fan voted mm -hmm. to the point that it'll probably hurt us in saying that because certain people won't be available won't show up you know like uh, like Fallout Boy Mm -hmm. awesome band deserve all the accolades I know they have a show that night in St. Louis they're not coming Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. They might win. It's gonna stink for us. But we have to we in doing the show for the next 20, 30 years, ethically, it's it's fan voted, so we well, want to keep kind
1: it. Of I mean, you're looking short term, you should you're looking longer term instead of the short term. Short term blow. And, and
3: we owe it to this to these bands, these fans in the industry to do it correctly.
1: Okay. And we should close this show correctly. Oh, we should do that. We, uh, next happens, week we probably. have a
0: show, David.
1: We have Angelo Badalamenti next week. That's right. The uh, uh, um, composer that's with uh, David at, Lynch. Oh,
0: composer.
1: And, yes, composed, I, soundtrack composer. I, or, I thought he produced. Uh, he uh, was, uh, but, but yeah, he actually has uh, no, Twin Peaks. No, he's a great and, composer. Yes
0: worked for David Lynch he did the original Twin Peaks yes very interesting guy
1: yes we have very uh, interesting guy six more weeks of live shows also Saturday night if you want come see me in Whippany, New Jersey I'm doing a Kumac Motown night all Motown all the time big fundraiser for a, a food bank most pivotal food bank in New Jersey called Kumac they
0: picked we, up my refrigerator on they, they Friday did. Steve gave them a, the a,
1: guys, a refrigerator which was nice, nice of him day. and he may even attend this event I'm playing drums and singing two songs on lead uh, we want to thank everybody two songs who tweeted on lead. Yeah, that makes me really Really good singer.
0: God, I'll bring my camera. Please
1: do bring my the dog too. Six. They'll Howell, and then um, we do. We got a lot of tweets. We answered one, and uh, that uh, lowers our yearly percentage of uh, tweets received Two versus tweets answered. Yes, I'm a very good singer. God. I'm singing. I just want to celebrate Behind by the Rare drums, Earth. I will front? be playing drums as I sing that. And ah. Philip, this may take ten minutes. Why well, should you? We want to thank Philip Gorachowski for giving us the sign to say get out of here. We want to thank Joel Filippi. For being here and being a student, Thanks for having me. thank you for coming to William Patterson University. You're How may welcome. we take your order? We want to thank Josh Bernstein, the El yeah, Presidente the, of the Number Foundation, US and US also US. Director of Business and Sales well of Overall Chill Refresh AP, which is the cool way to say it. One more time for Josh Bernstein. <laughs> we want to thank my co-host, Dr. Stephen well, Marconi,
0: and my co-host too. And Saturday night he will be singing lead on two songs, lead. <laughs>
1: and until then, we, I'd say this is uh, this is God saying and he won't you be must come. The Mac song, sing me No, I will not sure. sing uh, "The World Is Us" by Mac no. Project, but I will be singing everything you ever want to hear. So we want to thank you very much for uh, listening to us. And until next time, we would like to say to you, adios.
2: Let me let you know the world is us. We're taking over.